Welcome to The Average Fan of Wrestling, a podcast where we don't predict what's next, but take what's already happened and book realistic content. Plan on being wrong most of the time, but we are going to have one hell of a time doing it. I'm Jason, and as always, I'm here with the blade to my butcher, Chris. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I get the bunny? Sure. I gotta talk to my fiance about that. I don't know how that's gonna I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on like you can you can go. You, yeah, that's all you, my man. Well, I, I know one of them they're together in real life, so I'm not sure which one. So um, I just gotta clarify. I'm not sure. Okay. Like I, I I chose myself to be the butcher because when I when I throw axes, that's the name of my blade. The, the that's the type of blade I the uh, hatchet I have. It's called the butcher. And I've never um, thrown an axe, so that that fits just perfectly. All right. There you go. I've used a knife uh, before, so that that's fitting. There we go. So here we are. Um, End of the road, road to WrestleMania. We have WrestleMania 38 this this episode. I'm sorry, WrestleMania 37. Um, and this episode will be all about WrestleMania 37. We'll talk most, we'll go through all the shows, all the um, matches, the programs. We'll talk about it. We'll make some predictions. At the end, we'll talk about who we might, who we think we might see on the Raw and SmackDowns after Mania. Then we'll have our top five. This week is our top five WrestleManias, personally and some trivia to end the day ready to go i'm ready man let's do this all right so let's just real quick we'll recap there are 11 bullet points from last week and we'll just see if if we're close and if we got then just as a reminder last week we started as the bookings we said here are 11 here are things that might happen we'll just keep some stats and we'll see if they happen over two weeks um so we had randy orton and the fiend being announced as an alexis playground match that hasn't happened um, Damian Priest and Bad Bunny laid up in Miz and Morrison. That actually didn't happen either. Um, but we did get the tag match, which we'll talk about. Logan Paul aligns with Sami Zayn. Nope. We're, we're on a roll. 0 for 3. Seth Rollins getting the stipulation for no swing. I still think that might happen this Friday. Um, the cross-branded women's tag match was added to WrestleMania, so we'll count that as a win. Mm-hmm. Um, Asuka walking out on Ripley was a loss. Bailey interjecting herself. We haven't seen hell or high water from her. Um, so that's that's a loss. A fatal four-way tag match announced for the SmackDown titles. Um, we're going to count it as a win because they're calling it SmackDown Friday, or I mean uh, WrestleMania Friday. So we'll count that as a win. Um, Biggie Apollo as a last man standing. Very surprised that I, that actually hasn't happened. Same here. Um, Baron Corbin aligns himself with Lashley and MVP. That's a no. Daniel Bryan beaten so badly. We don't know. I thought once they said street fight with Jey Uso, I'm like, all right, that's that's a slam dunk. But that was a no also. So, um, one, two. <laughs> two out of 11. That's oh, all right, though. Um, you know, can't, can't win them all. No, apparently we can't even win half, so that's good. Right. That's all right, though. That's okay. That's all right. No, it's fine. I mean, it's a fun there were some good ideas. There were some good ideas, and that's why we said over two weeks – so we'll just revisit anything that changed. So the next week when we talk about it, anything that changed, uh, we'll update those stats. I think you should get yep. half a point for the bad bunny because Miz and Morrison did lay him out. Did they? They did. And then they ran off after they screwed up his car. Because nothing right, 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 right. Nothing helps get a, a, a non-wrestler sympathy. Like trying to make people feel bad, his $3.6 million car got messed up. Sure. We'll just go sure on that yeah. one. Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying to do with that one. That didn't quite work for me, but whatever. Right. All right. So we're going to, well, let's get right into it. We'll talk about the 
SmackDown, WrestleMania SmackDown first, because there are two quote-unquote WrestleMania matches that will happen then. First, we have the Men's Battle Royal. Uh, there was a graphic. I didn't actually, it was really quick, and I didn't see it, so I didn't see the graphic. Um, but now that it's going to be on SmackDown, I don't have Karrion Cross in it, because he'll just be, the night before, he'll be fighting Finn Balor, so... Um, I can't see, I can't really see many NXT guys actually being in this thing. It'll just be probably a cross brand battle Royal. So who, who benefits most from, from winning a WrestleMania battle Royal on the Friday before WrestleMania? Oh man. The thing is, is there's no stakes. They should have done something exactly. where there's some kind of stakes for WrestleMania. Uh, but there's no, but who else that's not, I mean, I, I'm going to make an assumption here that if you're on the WrestleMania card on Saturday or Sunday, you're not going to be in this. Right. Thing. Right. I would think so. So it's just like, who's left. And then I think, it, unfortunately, I think this is going to be stupid and it's going to end up being our truth. It's going to end up turning into a 24 seven title thing. And you know, you end up with a, like, or a winner like Drew Gulak or Tazawa or someone, but when really the focus is on the 24 seven title, well, dude, I, this I can't really, <laughs> this is the same. This is the same match though. This is essentially the Andre the giant battle Royal. Where yeah. they had Braun Strowman almost get beat by two dudes from Saturday Night Live, so they're not right. taking they're not taking it seriously with eighty thousand people in attendance. Get ready for a um, well, quite frankly, a shit show Friday. Right. So I mean, I'm, the biggest name off the top of my head I can think of who's not on the WrestleMania card is Nakamura. Yeah. Okay. Um. So maybe we just give him the nod. Alistair Black returning, know. maybe. I know, but I thought he was holding out or wanted to get released and didn't. So. I always have him in my back pocket, but I still, I still don't think Karrion Cross is is a no go, honestly. Because they're all, they're all still in the happens. same area, anyway. So yeah, yeah obviously, so... if he wins, he's not. But right. Um, I don't know. Carlito, they bring him back once more. Something stupid. I don't know. Bring him back for another so we'll... <laughs> another battle yeah, royal to not use him. I mean, my the expectations are super low, so yeah, I really, I really don't care about it. Um. I'll just move on from it. So we do get the Fatal 4-Way tag match. So it'll be the Mysterios, the Alpha Academy, Street Profits, and the Dirty Dogs all going for the SmackDown Tag Championships. So, again, surprised that it's on Friday. But when I'm looking at the card, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches on Sunday. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches on Saturday mm-hmm. as well. And they have no announced pre-show matches if there is going to be a thing. So... What happens? What do you think? Ah, uh, man, I, I really wish they had put this on. That's going to be a really good match. I really wish they had put this on one of the other nights. Right. Uh, if they were going, to, here's the thing: on night one, they have a, a women's tag team turmoil match where four tag teams will fight to see who faces Baszler and Jax night two. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they have this match on SmackDown, and then have one of the the, the women's tag match on one night? and then the SmackDown tag match on the other night. I don't understand right. why they don't just do the turmoil match on SmackDown and save the actual title match for their biggest show of the year. I don't quite understand that, personally. Right, unless there's some hijinkery coming on with, with no fans that they need to do for it, which Possibly, I, I don't yeah. think would be... That's the only logic I can think of. But um, now that it's on Friday, I mean, if it was on WrestleMania, I, I would have doubled down. I would have said Street Profits all the way. Yeah. I'm not thinking that's going to happen anymore. No, I don't either. Um, I actually think that this might just be a two car, a two match card, a two hour show. You get the Royal, the, the rumble and that a really long, maybe hour long tag match here. Something, something crazy. 
because um, you like you you've paid off all you you've paid off all your stories. Well, you're going to be paying off all your stories rather. You don't have to build for anything else on the SmackDown side, really, um, unless you're trying to build Biggie and Apollo to a, to a stipulation or Rollins and Cesaro, like we talked about before, in a stipulation. Other than that, like you don't have much to do. It's just a show. Um, they kind of backed themselves into a corner with Biggie and Apollo, though, because they want to keep Biggie strong, but they want to put the title on Apollo. So if they do the last man standing, which I was in agreement with, I thought they were doing up until now. Right. How do you beat a guy you're trying to make strong in the last man standing? It's kind of complicated. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, unless you have someone aligned with him and it's dirty. Sure, could do that. That's yeah. the only way, you know what I mean? But there's there's no one there's no one who would fit that that mm-hmm. build. You have this new Nigerian prince character. Like, who's, you know what I mean? Like, you, nothing's working there. So, unless it's Seth Rollins and it's Seth Rollins aligning or it's Roman Reigns, you're not going to be able to do much there. So, no, no. I can't see any of that happening. Anyway, so, um, I have my opinion on this. I want, I want to see what you think first on this, on the Fatal Four. Who's who's going to leave that night as champs? Honestly, I think Ziggler and Root retain. I, I'm with you. I think they retain. I think there's, I think it's going to give the Street Profits a reason to down the road say we never got our one-on-one rematch, and then they'll take them off them a few months later. Yeah, actually, I, that's where I'm going to divert from you. I actually think they're going to drop them on the SmackDown after Mania. Okay. Because um, we need to pay off these three teams somehow, right? Right, right. Like, we've been building for it. You need to build, you know. I think if it did happen, I think they're actually going to swerve it. And this, this will, there's going to be a lot that, that needs to happen. Um, but I think we're going to get a heel versus heel tag match on that SmackDown after Mania where the Usos take them back. Okay. Um, and then just kind of reset the reset everything. Yep. Um, regardless of what happens with Reigns, just reset everything. And, and the Usos are your new, your new tag champs after smackdown after mania that's that's the direction i'm gonna go um i'm not i don't know i haven't heard we haven't heard anything about jimmy uso we don't Nothing, know what's happening which makes so. me think he's got to be coming back soon exactly like you had him come out for the uh the i quit match and that's the last we saw of him was when he came out for the i quit match and stopped and made um you know told Romans, yeah you're the head of the table and and, and did all that that mm-hmm. was before this whole bloodline thing so i don't know but I think yeah, that's that's a pretty good call. Anything else on the SmackDown side here? No, I, I, I agree right, with you. I think it's going to be just a, a two match show, and that's it. All right, let's let's kind of go reverse order here. Um, let's start with the Saturday WrestleMania card. I'm going to try to book it um, in the order that I, I think they'll go. Okay. Um. So the first match, and just because I want to get it over with and I don't want to talk about it ever again after this, is Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in the cage. <laughs> um, I think, I actually think they're going to open with this match. Um, that wouldn't surprise me. No. Just with the cage, like, get the cage, get it yep, up, get it out. Absolutely, yep. Um, is there any way Braun Strowman doesn't win this match? Um, if whoever is the, the actual booker for this match is on some drugs they're not tested for, yes. But other than that, there's no way. Yeah, you have to make him look like a, not not only win this match, he has to absolutely destroy Shane McMahon in this match. Mm-hmm. Shane will get his know, two high spots in, and then Braun should just annihilate him. Besides that, I mean, the finish I want to see in this is Shane McMahon going up top. You know, Riker and uh, Elias will get involved, of course, because you know if you're going to keep your buddies out, you were just assuming that he can't, they can't climb. Exactly so, right, right. Climb the cage, get in, knock him down, hold him down. 
Shane McMahon goes to the top of the cage and do his big spot. Um, Cause you can't have him dive outside of the cage because he'd win the match if he dove outside the cage. So he goes to do his big, big diving spot. But then as he's kind of in the air, Strowman breaks apart from Riker and Elias catches McMahon in the midair and right into the big power slam. That'd be something. That'd be something. That would be, that'd be, it'd have to be such a perfectly timed spot, but we want, I mean, if we want to pay this garbage off, like you got to do something. So, um, yeah, let, hopefully. Then, yeah, let Brian kill him, uh, you know, figuratively, uh, and move on to something real after this. <laughs> like, right. come on, just use this and then Shane just real. needs to go away for a while. Yes. Yes. Can be in a feud else, with uh, yeah. what's his name, Nia Jax's man. There, he can feud with him. Reginald, <laughs> Reginald and Shane. There we go. I'm done with this one. You have anything yeah, I'm, else? I'm good. I, just, I yeah. don't really <laughs> want to talk about. No, this there's a few again. on here where it's like just cut dry. Go. Yep. All right. All right. Next one will be the aforementioned, uh, qual- or I guess, qualifying match for the women's tag titles. Um, so, at least that was something we got right with the interaction between all four. Well, you know, cross brands on both shows there. So we have Naomi and Lana versus Dana Rose. Dana Rose. <laughs> That's a good tag, tag name. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus Natalia and Tamina versus the Riot Squad. Um, I have a feeling we're going to be in agreement on this one, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. This is Natty and Tamina um, all the way. Natalia and Tamina. The only thing, if I'm if, – so us booking it is Natalia and Tamina, of course. But you have three faces and one and one heel team in here. Um, the one heel team being Natty and Tamina, and it's an, it's it's you know the WWE story to put the face first the heel. So I'm hoping they don't do that. I think if they don't go the Natty and Tamina route, it's going to be Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Regardless, it's time for them to drop and split. Um, they're gonna I think they're gonna drop regardless on Sunday. Oh, Baszler and Jax. Wherever they face, yes. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So yeah. I don't I don't think it matters. Um, the, uh, the other interesting piece that I'm wondering what they're going to do is if they're going to interject Carmella and Billy Kay into this because she was backstage. She was, she, they, they made a, a, um, concerted effort to note that she was on comment, uh, watching the, the whole tag stuff. So I'm wondering if she, they're going to add them in as a fifth or if say someone like the riot squad gets laid out by Nia Jax and Jana Baszler before the match. And then they get replaced. If Carmella and Billy Kay replace, then they win because that's the logic. Regardless, that's dumb and they shouldn't do it. It should be Natalia and Tamina. No doubt. I mean, moving forward. Spring back the iconics. Right, exactly. Let's have I'm I'm still waiting for the announcement of a shakeup after WrestleMania. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, because that'll be a whole episode on itself. Oh yeah. How we would how we would book the shakeup. It'd be great. All right. I'm done with that one too. Yep, I'm good. All right, third match on on uh, Saturday. Let's go. See, there's I, I have the last two, but what order are we gonna go in here? Um, so we have Shane going over as the face. I mean, uh, Braun going over as the face. Natty and Tamina going over as the heel. Um, next, let's go the New Day versus AJ and Omas. I got the New Day dropping it here. I knew two. I think AJ and almost win. And you know that this was one of the. This is the when when we when we get bragging rights. This is my number one so far. Um, with with calling this match. Yeah, um, I, 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 that was I ridiculous. By the way, out of nowhere, just this is gonna happen, and then 
next week. It's just there. it was just the only thing that that made sense. I'm like, where else is AJ gonna go? Um, that, that's all I had. So, well, still a good call. I'm gonna take it to the bank. It's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and I did that because I think the new day were gonna drop, but will they? The more I think about it, the more I think this is gonna be a new day win by DQ where Omos is out of control. I think, I, I don't know, man. I'm really thinking AJ and Amos come in. AJ probably, I mean, obviously works the majority of the match. Right. Like they take out one of the members in a new day. Amos does whatever he does and then pins more than likely probably Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. And then they go on a tear. Look, AJ can do the promos. AJ can do most of the work. Amos, like you said, can be the diesel to Shawn Michaels with AJ. Yep. And they can, they can go on a nice, quite a nice little tear and almost just, with somebody like AJ working a tag match, he'll have time to develop, work on his promos, work on his in-ring stuff, and not not be exposed. Because for all, oh, I know this guy's awesome. I have no idea. I haven't seen him. Right. But big guys can take a little time to develop. AJ's a perfect guy to put with him. I don't see any situation where these two don't go over and take the titles. Okay. So this will, this will be good when we do our spreadsheet. Yep, to see, 100%. Yep. Let's see what happens. Because I think, I think the more I think about it, it's going to be a new day DQ victory um, or it's going to be an AJ and Om- Omos DQ victory when they can't, they can't handle Omos. So like Biggie comes down and hits with a chair or something. I, I can't see the new day not reuniting at WrestleMania just for some, some reason. So um, oh, we'll see what happens on that. Again, we're not really covering what's happened during the shows because it's, there wasn't anything like in both SmackDown and raw from these past two weeks, there wasn't anything substantial really to talk about i mean it was just storylines advanced but it was just kind of more of the same honestly yeah it was just nothing groundbreaking other than match the you know the final few matches being announced there there was nothing really that which like if we did our predictions this time last week not much would really change because not much really advanced in the last week it's just it's just a, a, a waiting game so that's why we're really just covering the matches, giving giving our bookings, and then we'll go from there. All right. So after that, we will have Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. And I think oh, we're actually going to be split on this one too. I'm in the air on this one. I, I because I, you have Seth Rollins who's been away. Yeah. But you have Cesaro who needs that marquee win. It here's the thing. At WrestleMania 30, they had the initial Andre Giant Battle Royal. Cesaro won impressively, and then they mm-hmm. did nothing. He was on his way to being a mega face. They put him with Heyman, kept him heel against every crowd's will. And he, all the fire he had, all the heat he had just, just went out. Yep. They continue to do that to the guy. If they're going to ever push him, and I'm not saying he's going to get a world title shot next month, but if they're going to continue to build him as a serious threat, a singles threat, he has to win this match. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I think Rollins wins. Interesting. <laughs> this is another one where I think it might be Cesaro comes out strong, and then like, like, since they're not going to ban the swing, could Cesaro get DQ'd for over swinging and refusing to let a swing go? He's up to fifty. He said thirty. I think you. I think you actually do thirty-seven for WrestleMania thirty-seven. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, That'd be cool. But that's not an illegal move. No. The referees are he's not counting the five, so that's really not a thing. 
Um, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I had to think about this. Too. So the way I would book it. So what I think is going to happen is the way I'd book it. I mean, I'd book Cesaro for the win. Um, clean win. Neutralizer. Neutralizer? Neutralizer. Yeah. Not, not, I would have him get pinned. I would have Seth Rollins get pinned and not tap out. Um, I don't like the idea of Seth Rollins tapping out to Cesaro at WrestleMania. I'd no. rather see him get pinned clean. Yeah. Um, but booking wise, Cesaro benefits the most. And depending on where we want to go with him next, if we want to give him a title run, if we want to do something with him that's not Nakamura, he needs to go over. I 100% agree. I just, I cannot believe they're going to push Cesaro until I see it. So I still have a feeling they're trying to set up Rollins. You know, I'm kind of looking ahead here. Not going to get detailed, but I still have a feeling they're trying to set up Rollins to take the title at SummerSlam. So they're going to start here. Or, or whoever. Whoever, whoever ends up with it. Um, I'd love to be wrong. I want to be wrong so bad. I want to see Cesaro go in, beat him clean, and... Look, clean wins normally. Yeah. I don't really care. Clean win, messed up win. I don't. A win's a win. WrestleMania is a little different. I feel though. I don't know. I like. I like the clean wins better. Wins or losses on Mania. Every other time of year, you can do your little your 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 dusty finishes. I don't care. But Mania, right? I like them clean. I mean, storyline wise, too. I would go with. I'm actually the more I think about this with Cesaro. So whoever Rollins' next feud is with, they can be like, "Hey, you just lost two big WrestleMania matches in a row." Because he lost to Kevin Owens last year, loses to Cesaro this year. That's right. And they yep. can they can kind of go down that path, and that's that's another path you could take storyline wise. Um, like, why would anyone want to? Like, he's trying to recruit someone. It's like, why would anyone want to follow you? You can't even win a WrestleMania match without cashing in and having two competitors being down. You know what I mean? Like, there you go. Yeah, that actually, is a, a good story too. And Seth then build, build a little concert. Can't win the big one. Yep. Exactly. So, and then you get the redemption, but he still needs someone with him. He needs a. Because he keeps using we in the promo. I'm not sure if he did this week, but, you know, if we're going to keep going with the embrace the vision. He needs people. He needs someone to actually embrace the vision. Yes. You need you need to keep follow through with that. So um, I'm going to book Cesaro to win. But in predictions wise, I'm not sure what's actually I'm going to put down yet. I'm not there yet. Um, they're going to put this one high on the card in this next match. I think it will go this high. Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus Miz and Morrison. If it's not here in this spot, third to last, it's going to go first. I agree. I don't think it's going anywhere yeah, else. I agree. But I don't think you start with this match. Um, just because it is Bad Bunny and they're going to want to publicize it. And, you know, you have your celebrity. You're going to want to make sure you get the most eyes on the celebrity. I'm sorry. You can't, you can't have your first uh, intro music played in front of a live crowd in over a year. Be for Bad Bunny. Be for this matchup here. You can't do it. It's got to be somebody else. Unless it's the Miz and his music. Yeah. But still, uh, maybe. In that case, but in that case, like Braun Strowman being the first one, the first music out. That's actually a good thing too. Cesar and Cesar, you know what? It might actually be the New Day then. If you're gonna have the, if you if you want to yeah. go that route. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. Yep. Um, it wouldn't be any of the women. It's not gonna be one of these last two matches unless. Mm. Unless they go Lashley McIntyre first, like they did Rollins and and Brock at thirty one. Um, start with Drew McIntyre being the first one out. That depends how they want to play that. 
because they're going to have a yeah. pissed off crowd if they have McIntyre go over Lashley. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk we'll talk about that one in yeah, a minute. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, this one's I think pretty standard too. There's no way Miz and Morrison win no, this match. No, Bad Bunny's going to get the pin on Miz. I think the story of this one. And the big thing that's going to happen finally is Miz and Morrison's breaking up. This is their last. They're, they're done after this. Um, this is going to be one of my. When it comes to one of the actual predictions written down that we're going to score, I'm writing down Miz and Morrison break up, either at WrestleMania or the Raw after WrestleMania, and we're going to start a feud with them, going into the next, you know, go, coming into the summer. I don't think it'll last till SummerSlam, but oh, I think. God, I hope not. But it's it's time it's time for them to split up and we need to see something different. Bring back Miz TV, Morrison as a face because he will get he will get a pop more than the Miz will. Um, I think because he came back at the worst time. He came back in say what December. Yep. And then by February everything was closed. So we had three months of fans. Yep. You know Royal Rumble. He was he was one of Brock Brock Lesnar's appetizers. So it's like no time to build them. Exactly. There was there was nothing there. Um, I mean, I, I think we'll see a Stephen Amell spot from SummerSlam when he was with um, Pac, whatever the uh, uh, Neville. He was uh, Neville. Thank yep. you, my God, Pac. Um, when he did that flying off the oh, flying off the uh, top turnbuckle onto the floor spot, mm-hmm. we'll see some. We'll see something big off the top rope, or maybe a spot like him diving off of Damian Priest's shoulders, or something to that effect. Um, but yeah, it should be pretty standard there. Miz and Morrison won't go over that. That that would be awful, awful booking. Um, penultimate match of the night: Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. As you said, uh, McIntyre goes over. People are gonna be pissed. Gonna be and pissed. I know, like the narrative out there is, well, it should have been McIntyre because McIntyre, if there was fans at WrestleMania last year, it would have been in that huge moment. Do we pay? Do we repay him off this year um, against Lashley when we're branding Bobby Lashley as the Almighty WWE Champion? If you were going to do that, have McIntyre win the title again, you had to keep the title on the Miz and Somehow. have Lashley either win it, get screwed out of it when he faced the Miz, or have mm-hmm. Lashley face McIntyre after Mania and take it off him then. But mm-hmm. if you were going to do that, there's no way. Bobby Lashley's going to get cheered, although, just real quick, their their recent booking of the Hurt Business has taken a lot of the excitement for myself personally out of this match for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is two feuds at once. It's like Yeah, nothing against either guy. Big fan of both guys. Happy for their success. Looking forward to the match. But like the whole storyline leading up to it really jumped the shark. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I got to believe Lashley goes over. I got to think right. he wins this. I mean, that's the only logical... I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see... They have to know McIntyre is going to get booed if he beats Lashley. They have to know that. Oh yeah, it's going to be bad. Um, and I still think I'm banking on this superstar shakeup after Mania. I'm going to keep mentioning it because it needs to happen. Um, McIntyre has to go to SmackDown. And I just think you freshen him up with Reigns, um, with Rollins, with Ziggler, and you know because they you know you had Corbin who was rehashing the his alliance with with um. You know, he, mentioning his his former alliance with Drew McIntyre before their match, mm-hmm. like yeah, there's continuity there. That's great. Let's keep that continuity up. It makes sense. Um, but if if it's anything but Lashley with a clean win, um, but here's the 
So actually, because Lashley still has the spear because McIntyre is not tapping out. No, they can't do that. Um, so the only other wonky doing a wonky finish at WrestleMania is dumb. You can't do that. So, but would they do a hurt lock? McIntyre passes out. Referee stop. Brett yes. And the McIntyre's like, I never gave up. You, I, you can't do that at WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't know. It worked with Brett. If they do it right, it could work. They did it with who? Brett and Austin. It worked with Austin and Brett. It did, but that was a double turn also. That so is it's true, like, yeah. That is fair so, enough, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I'd, I'd rather oh, see man. Lashley hurt, uh, hurt lock, refuses to break. Lashley gets frustrated, throws him down. Then you think, oh, you know, you have um, Lashley go for the spear, and then, but it's almost reversed into a claymore that misses, then the spear, then the pin. I think there's your like finishing, there's your little finishing sequence there. Um, or even better, I think. Lashley let's go with the hurt lock, claymore, kick out, claymore, kick out, spear, done. Um, I don't know. You can have kicking out of two claymores because that's going to devalue it. But I think you can kick out of one with your Bobby Lashley. So I, I think, think we'll they see can definitely definitely kick out of. I think you can kick out of a spear and a claymore and then hit get the hurt lock. And I honestly, I can see some kind of dirty tactic by Lashley or MVP leading to McIntyre being, you know, hurt and then, you know, put him in the hurt lock and mm-hmm. see what and I can honestly, I can honestly see them ending the show or the match with McIntyre passing out and refusing that to tap, but having match, Lashley yeah. calling. I can, I can see that. I agree with you. Right. It's, it's, it's not the best way to end it, right? but I can definitely see them doing that. So let's see. I'm still not convinced which way I'm going to go on the actual prediction, but the booking wise, I'm booking Lashley pinning McIntyre. Um, unless, you know, the more, the more I'm thinking about this, booking a double turn might actually, might actually work here, but it'd have to be vice versa with McIntyre being the one and Lashley, because if you think of Austin being the one who didn't quit turning face, if we want to turn Lashley face and McIntyre heel again, that actually might work too. Um, You would need another faction for McIntyre, but see, I I think if they do a double turn, I think it then switches and McIntyre does win because then he'll get booed and it won't matter. Exactly. So that's a whole other can of worms right there. Exactly. So, all right. We'll see what happens there. And I think main event, this is not a main event. In the words of the late Gorilla Monsoon, it is a miscarriage of justice. <laughs> Sasha, you Banks stop? And, yeah, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And I mean, when you talk, winner of the Royal Rumble, main events, WrestleMania. Winner of the Royal Rumble, main events, WrestleMania. Well, Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble. Yes, so she did. She yep. should main event this day of WrestleMania. It makes sense. You have two days, two Royal Rumble winners. Do it. Um, and I think, again, we are opposed. I think you are full in on Bianca Belair, correct? Uh, I'm going to stick with it. I'm not as sure as you I were, want to, but I'm going to stick with yeah. her. I'm going to stick with her. I think, it is, I think it's her time. Yeah, and I, I actually, and I'm still in the clear, Sasha Banks needs a marquee, big-time, big-stage win, um, especially after having her win, what, five titles and never defending it? Yeah. I think this this is her time to get her marquee win, and this this is going to be it. 
not saying Bianca won't win it down the line on a on a lesser show because obviously all the shows are lesser <laughs> than WrestleMania. But I, I think this is going to be Sasha Banks's. This is going to be Sasha Banks's win, full heel, full heel win. But by the way, um, I, I think it'll, if, if she does, I think it'll be a heel for the match, and then I think she'll try to come out and play all nice and nice with Belair afterwards, and then Belair Belair would turn on her. Not WrestleMania, but like down the road, mm-hmm. SmackDowns down the road. But right. that's a, that's a different time. But I think, look, I I'm a big fan of both these women, so I I. I I wouldn't be disappointed with either outcome as long as it's a good match, right? Uh, but I think I think Belair will win. But I would if Sasha wins, it's one of those things with uh, like with um, ah oh man, what did I just say? The uh, oh, I just oh, the, with like Rollins and Cesaro. There we go. Where mm-hmm. uh, if I'm wrong, I'll be that's, I'm fine with it because <laughs> the other outcome is fine with me too. Right. I'm thinking a lot about placement on the card. And how you go out and end the show, right? Like we we haven't ended with a heel champion in a long time, a very long time, with with a heel champion ending the show. Seth Rollins, maybe. Yeah, and that was a shock finish. Uh, Brock um, Brock at WrestleMania 34 with Reigns. Brock beating Roman, but everyone hates Roman, so I mean, do we even count that? That's like, true. Yeah, was he really the heel? Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, would they end with Bianca Belair? Like, would they end that night with Bianca Belair not on top? That's I think that's the yes. only reason why I would choose Bianca is because of the the ending. I think as far as that goes, they would only because it's not technically the end. Sunday Correct. night is in their eyes probably like a long intermission. Right, exactly. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Anything else on Saturday night? That finishes out the Saturday card. No, I'm good. All right. Awesome. All right. Let's look at Sunday's card. And we'll do the same thing here. We'll try to work backwards. Um, How do we start Sunday? I think we're going to start Sunday. Because, again, you want that big pop, right? You want the... uh, you want that, you know, the first music there to be mm, great. Right. And the best one I can think of, I don't think it'll be Big E. It could be, but I'm going to actually go with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to I open the see, show. I can see that. That'd be a hot um, start, too. With, yeah. with, KO, with, KO, with KO's music being the first one out. Um, just for the record, the Logan Paul stuff was crap. Oh, sure. And I, but I have a I have a bad feeling, and that's why it's a it's a two week prediction that this match ends with Logan Paul helping Sami Zayn win. Yep. Um, if it doesn't, I think either way, Sami Zayn does win. Um, you can't you can't keep having him lose. It doesn't make sense. Um, it'd be a good story to have Kevin Owens win, but like, where do you go? What's next? Um, I know like WrestleMania is supposed to be the the event and everything almost restarts there, but it's just like this thing just restarted three weeks ago, if that. It's like what what are we doing here? This is just a filler. It's it's nostalgia. Almost almost nostalgia at this point. You know. Um we haven't seen 
face Owens versus heel Zane yet. I have a feeling this is one that's going to extend out till SummerSlam. It's gonna. This one's going to be a long. It's going to be a long feud that maybe takes a little break here and there. But I think this is actually just the beginning um, until we get some sort of big blow off later on. Yeah, I think it'll be a few matches, and then one of them, one of them will win a title, and then they'll continue it because whoever, I think whoever was seen as the on the losing end of the feud, will end up winning mm-hmm. the title somehow, and then the winner will come back and go, "Well, I beat you all those times," and then right. they'll finish it off. I could definitely see that. I I thought for a while this was going to be KO coming in and winning, but he just got out of a a feud with Reigns. Hasn't really done a lot besides appear on random talk shows. Um, Right. So I I agree with you. I think Zayn wins. I think he needs to win more. And it would help him with his, you know, conspiracy uh, documentary thing, whatever he's doing. Yep. You know, to come to, to win at WrestleMania, and then he can continue his whole whatever he's doing with that afterwards. Whereas if he gets beat here, you're just you're kind of killing it. Exactly. Um, again, and if he does get beat, then he's going to Raw. That uh, there's he, he, and then he can start his whole conspiracy theory fresh on Raw, and then and get some more legs out of that. But that again, that's just it's too much. Um, I do think with Kevin Owens pushing Logan Paul when he left the ring, that's the sign. That Logan Paul gets in, does the uh, the run in, the interference here. Can't wait. Match two. Let's go with Riddle versus Sheamus. Mm. So we have the U.S. title match: Riddle and Sheamus. Um. Riddle. Riddle sucks. Oh, yeah. His character He's is beyond annoying. I can't stand it. And it's just, and I don't know if you saw the Paul Heyman ribbon on him on Raw Talk about his messed up lines. No. Let's just take a look at that. That's funny. Um, but, you know, we had Riddle mess up his lines, and he's just such a dope. And it's just like now, it's like after he talks to the New Day, now he's like, oh, I want some milk and cookies. Like they're inferring that he's always high because he always sounds high. Like, that's the character we're building, a character that's high. Um, eh. it's, just, it's overdone. It's, it's, I think, it, do, do we seen this match the last three weeks? Right. Who cares at this point? Exactly. Think- it's just like, we know they're put, so this is where my booking and my predictions are opposite. Because I'll have to predict that it's Riddle. Because I don't think Seamus, you know... I don't think they're going to put the title on Sheamus. If no. it has no, if, if they put the title on Sheamus, he drops it within two weeks. Um, so I think Riddle will be the one to win, but I would still book Sheamus because I just, this Riddle character, it just, it does nothing. And it's just like, I hope he gets booed the hell out of the arena on Sat on Sunday. Character sucks. It's goofy. It's dumb. It, it's like real legit, like go away. He like He's on. The reason, the reason when you ask me if I see most of his stuff, when he starts talking, fast forward button. Yeah. I just, I don't, I, nothing against the, I don't know if that's really his personality in real life. If it is, then I guess it goes for him in real life too. But as far as the character goes, garbage, don't care. Unfortunately, I do think he wins this match because they're, no pun intended, pretty high on him. So. Right. And it's just like, you know, I like a good stoner movie here and there. Sure. But the stoner character just—it just doesn't do it. Um, the more I think about this, 
I actually think they're going to switch these two matches. I think Riddle and Sheamus is going to go first because just looking at the card, five out of seven matches on this car on the Sunday card are title matches. So yeah, I don't think they're going to use one of the non-title matches first. So I think Riddle and Sheamus will go on first here. KO and Sammy go on second. Um, just looking through and trying to order these, it's like, damn, like there's there's a lot. Anything else? So I think we I think we think we think Riddle's going to win, but we hope Sheamus does yes, just so absolutely. Riddle can go away. It'll be a fun um, match. I mean, I think they'll they'll beat the crowd out of each other. But again, we've seen it for three weeks now. So at this point, who cares? Exactly. Alrighty, uh, match three: Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus the winner of the night before. And we talked about this one a bit already. Yep. I think we're both we both agree that um, Jackson Baszler are gonna drop. To Natty and Tamina, I believe. Natty and Tamina. I think I think it, I don't think it matters who wins. Oh, no, I think they drop I mean, either way, but I think it's gonna be Natty and Tamina. Yeah, I, I think it's Natty and Tamina too. But I mean, it doesn't matter who they're gonna fight. I think they're dropping the titles regardless. So, um, we don't need to rehash that. This will be the split of Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax um, because of Reginald. I think that's, again, another tag team that's long overdue to break up. Um, so, yeah, there we go. We don't talk about that anymore. Four, Big E versus Apollo. Another tricky one. Yeah. it's 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 got to be Apollo with a screwy finish. You think? Yeah. Um, it's got to be. Because, like, you can't if if it isn't Apollo, he's not getting another opportunity at the title, and he may no. as well. They may as well just I'll unless it's him. what they intend. Yeah, exactly. And just have his character be a undercard, semi tough heel. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like that's what they're trying to build, but uh, that is what he will be if he loses this match. If he, um, I don't, ha- I don't mind it being a screwy finish because of the size difference. I mean, they're not height wise, all that different, but just mass wise, Biggie's much bigger. Uh, but right. I, I don't mind it being a screwy finish at all, and then they can have, you know, a rematch on SmackDown inevitably, uh, and then Apollo will win that too, and then Biggie during the shakeup can go to Raw, and they don't have to have them together anymore. Right. Um, yeah. I mean. So I don't know. I think E's gonna take this one. Um, I think they'll continue to build him and. I really think Apollo is just going to be another casualty. I think it, this. I think this this shakeup of his character is just an experiment to get us to Mania, but I, I don't think it has legs after. The only thing that nope, that's wrong, and this, this is sad because when I was watching SmackDown, Carmella's music I thought was because I wasn't fully watching, I was just listening, and when I heard Carmella's music, I thought that was Apollo's new music, and so I looked up. So I'm just like, okay, maybe that's not a good sign for Apollo. No, it's definitely not. It's <laughs> well, maybe he, maybe he, maybe he's fabulous. Who knows? He's something, all right. So, um, I think this will be another one where we're split, Biggie and Apollo. But it's fine. We need we need some differences here to get a yes, good winner. We sure. tied last time. I don't yeah. like tying. So, um, all right, number five on the night: Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley all day. She's got a. She's got a. She's got to beat Asuka like like Lesnar beat Cena at SummerSlam. Was it 2012 or 2014 yeah. or 15? She's got to yep. go in there and just Asuka get a little bit of offense and then tear a new one, mm-hmm. beat her clean and go on a tear. I agree. I you said you said exactly what I was going to say. Um, I think this is this is the start of something good here until we see Charlotte come back. But then Rhea defends and, and keeps against Charlotte and wins that feud too. 
Yeah, I, I think I, so. I, exactly. Yep. I have bigger plans for Charlotte, so because um, I think we're going to end up with all four of those women: Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, Sasha, all on SmackDown. And then kind of that's your women's division on SmackDown. Yeah. Maybe one or two others and then everyone else on Raw and focus everything, focus your energies there. Um, so that's that's a whole separate thing. But yeah, Ripley, quick. Um, and I think when it comes to booking the Raws after Mania, that there's, there's a couple nice things we can tie in right afterwards, I think, when we talk about bookings and returns or debuts, whichever way we want to look at it, returns and debuts. I think there's a good return that could have that actually would help further advance Ripley based on that booking. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Number six, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton or the theme <laughs> and Randy Orton. I still say this is going to be kind of a cinematic style that starts in the back pre-tape and mm-hmm. then ends up in the ring. Look, they better use this as a way to get the fiend over again and have Orton go away for a little bit. Mm-hmm. If they didn't, if they just look, if they come out and they have, they did it at WrestleMania 33, they built up Bray Wyatt and then Orton just beat him and that was it, squashed him. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Fiend has to win this match. He has to beat Orton and Orton needs to go away for a while. If they do anything else, they've just wasted five months. Exactly. Although it's not going to, in my booking, it's not the Fiend. And I said this last week the Fiend is not going to be the one to beat Randy Orton. Husky Harris is going to be the one to beat Randy Orton. <laughs> Randy Orton's t- going to do some fire stuff. <laughs> it's gonna he's gonna burn him up again. Lights are gonna go out. Alexa Bliss is gonna be like, "Oh, you think that works? All you, now he's reborn, and it's reborn, and then you're starting his character new. And we're gonna run through the Bray Wyatt characters over the next few, you know, month, month or so, maybe month to six weeks. Husky Harris for a week or two." early Bray Wyatt for a week or two, then, you know, more Bray Wyatt transitioning to the fiends and back and then back to the fiend, back to the, uh, the firefly Funhouse. Oh my God. It would be perfect. This is the only way I'm okay with the Husky Harris sighting mm-hmm. by the way. So yeah, I'm just saying, I think that that's, oh, I'd be so good. Um, do I think they're going to do that? Absolutely not. But will it make the best outcome? And in, in my opinion, Oh yeah, I think it'd be great. But I mean, Orton does need to go away for a, a long while after this. Um, all right. And then the match we obviously know that's going to go on last. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and Edge. Uh, What's going to happen? Here's the thing. If they kept Edge almost like clean-cut babyface, which is not where he's at best. Where he's best right now is tweener leaning towards a-hole heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they kept him maybe face, I'd say Edge for the story. They're not, which means they have more plans for him afterwards. Roman, if he loses, doesn't hurt him at all. I think Daniel Bryan wins this. Okay. I think Daniel Bryan wins this because in a nice little run, probably his last title run. I'm not saying he's going to retire after that, but you know he's he's himself said he's going to wind down his in ring career relatively, you know, relatively soon. Yep. Um, but he has his one last run, and. Not to get ahead of myself, but I think this ends up with Edge taking the title off him at SummerSlam. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're going to do it when there's people in the stands again. And who knows which shows will or won't have people. But the big ones, I think, right. will at least. So, yeah. And then Roman will go, he'll go do something else for a bit. And then 
Edge and Bryan can feud, but I think Daniel Bryan wins this. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still very torn on this because I can make I can make a case for all three, realistically. Yeah, oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. But we also all thought Roman was going to beat Brock that we just referenced a few years ago, and Brock ended up retaining, which was which was a huge surprise. Um, I think this is going to be bloody. I think we're going to have lots of chair shots. Like this is built around chairs, the triple threat. So there's no DQs. We're going to get chairs. We're going to get blood. Um, we're going like I think they're going to go all out. This is going to be a bloodbath, all three. Um, I do think it will be Daniel Bryan and Edge, although I don't think it's going to be. I think I do think I agree with you on the SummerSlam, but I think it's not going to be a title match. I think Reigns retains, and I think we're going to start building Daniel Bryan and Edge in a retirement match for SummerSlam mm. um, okay. instead of instead of a a title match. Or if we can combine them both and do title versus career. We haven't had a retirement match or anything like that in a while. Both of these guys have retired and come back. Um, I think this is where, and then they'll, they'll end up both be at, I mean, by Survivor Series, I think they're both out regardless. Um, so I think Reigns retains. I think the bloodline has all the gold if we can get natty and tamina in there too or tamina in there at least and literally you have the usos as the tag champs reigns as universal natty and tamina um as as women's tag you know i like that story better um so my booking is reigns my prediction i don't know my prediction, actually, I'm going to keep my, my prediction and booking the same. I think it's going to be Reigns. Okay. I think we're going to go for this retire. We're going to go for a retire for good angle here with with Daniel Bryan and Edge. That's WrestleMania. That's 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 it. I had to say, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Um, um, it's going to be it's going to be a long weekend of wrestling. Yep. But it's okay. Um, as we're recording this, it's stand and deliver night one. Um, which will be starting in a few hours from, from our current time. Um, so that should be a decent show too. The SmackDown, it's almost like the, uh, if you think of like WrestleMania, the WrestleMania shows as like one big show, like on a card, like you have the openers with Stand and Deliver 1 and 2, then you have SmackDown, which is like your piss break. Yep. And then you have the other two that kind of bring the, bring the show home. And then you have the Raw after WrestleMania and the SmackDown after WrestleMania which hopefully this year we'll get some decent returns. So any, I, ha, I wrote down a few, just people I think are going to make a debut or a return. So did you have any before I, I get into a couple that I think we might see? Um, I think you're going to see both Carrie uh, and Cross and Adam Cole come up. Okay. I'm not sure which show. I think I think I'd, I think I'd prefer to see Cole on Raw and, and Cross on SmackDown. I also think I don't know who, but because there's so many people on the main roster, you may see a few more drop back down to NXT, like Breeze Angle, did, like Finn Balor did. Yep. Just to kind of not overdo it and kind of mix things up a little bit. But I think Adam right. Cole, after an undisputed era run, is ready for the main roster. Um, he yep. was already, but you uh, need to go over Kyle Kyle O'Reilly. Yes, at, he has to go over take over. Yep. yep. And, and I think he has Cross, to be regardless, yeah. Carrying Cross, oh yeah, absolutely. 
Gross is the guy who they, they wanted to move up fast anyways. That's why he beat Keith Lee, who had been building for a year in his first match or his yeah, first title right. match. Um, yeah, so those guys. I mean, are, you have to beat them then. You have, you have to have Finn Balor beat them. Yes. Right? So, interesting. We'll see. So, um, I put Lesnar on here, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I put Ciampa on Raw because he's just kind of floating right now. Someone we haven't seen, unless I've just missed him, is a Velveteen Dream. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're gonna see him though with all the stuff going on with him outside the ring. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know about any stuff going on outside the ring. Yeah, so. there's a lot of okay. accusations and things. That ah, are still okay. kind of messy. So never mind. Yeah, never mind on him. I had him going to SmackDown. Um, a return. I'm gonna put. So I have three. Uh, Vince McMahon on Raw. I think we'll see an appearance from Vince after Shane loses to announce something. Let's announce something big. I, what to announce? I don't know. But have Vince McMahon's presence there to be like, nope, Shane lost. You won't see him again. Now I'm going to introduce the number one contender to Bobby Lashley's title, Charlotte Flair. No. Um. (laughs) (laughs) She goes over clean. Right. Um, See something. We haven't seen Vince McMahon in a while. I know he's he's getting on in age and mobility, but you need need him out there, I think, just – it's the first. It's the first raw. Hopefully, with fans, if fans are going to be there, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if fans will be there. Yeah, I, I don't I think have no idea. You, you should, but you should have Vince McMahon come out. Um, my other return is Becky Lynch on SmackDown. I'm I'm still going to go all in on her and Bailey as a feud with the Ding Dong Hello and Bailey and, and Becky Lynch shows up behind the door. Um, you know, some camera trickery there. Where there's no one there, and then and then she's there behind the door. That would be fantastic. Um, and then my last one is Kyrie Sane for a one-off. Um, I think Rhea Ripley beats Oscar down so bad, and then Ripley comes out and does a promo. Kyrie Sane comes out, challenges her to a match, and that's just going to put Ripley over even more. Um, and Kyrie Sane, former, I think she was a. They were tag champs. Was she an NXT champion? I think she was NXT Women's Champion. Kyrie Sane? Yeah. Oh, man. I can't remember, but either way. I don't know, yeah. It, 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 it's a marquee victory. It's a good victory against someone who's established. Um, you had that relationship with Asuka, I think. And, I, you know, Kyrie as a one-off would be good. I think that would be – those are the returns. Those are the best I could think of. Um, you know, again, trying not to look at the any of the rumors or any of the – you know, any of the stuff out there. So I don't want to know if, if stuff is confirmed. You know what I mean? Right, right. I know it's not going to be a big show or Christian. <laughs> no. So. Although they got Jericho on Austin's podcast on, on Peacock right after WrestleMania. So you never know. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get to our top five. So these Sounds are our good. top five favorite WrestleManias, all about our preferences. Um. Would you like to go first or second this week? I'll let you go you first. I think you went first. I think I went first last week, so you can go first. All right. My number five is WrestleMania 12. Not a great show overall in retrospect. However, I wrote this for my own personal nostalgia. I have a very vivid memory of me as a what WrestleMania are we going in? 37. So me as a uh, must be a 13 year old if i'm one year older than wrestlemania if this is 37 i'm 38 yeah so me as a 13 year old as a huge Shawn michaels fan 
my sister, who is a few years younger, as a huge Bret Hart fan, and watching that Iron Man match, and going, you know, her getting all cocky because it was a tie and Bret retained, and then the overtime, Sean winning. I remember doing like the Shawn Michaels stretch and 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 flex <laughs> as a scrawny ass twelve year old right in her yep. face, and she starts bawling, and it's just like. Oh, it was glorious. That's just, I guess, me more picking <laughs> on my sister than anything. But I mean, that other show. I mean, it had a few other things. It had the backlot brawl with that was good. Gold yep. Dust and and uh, Roddy Piper. And then when you hear about like what really went on backstage, uh, in retrospect, when if you listen to other podcasts, how Piper broke his wrist on the pre-tape part and had to come out. And, then, and so when you see him ta- on the live one taping up uh, his his wrist, it's because he was trying to support his mm-hmm. support it, and you can't put a cast on it. Pat Patterson accidentally getting into the shot. Um, just, you know, just fun stuff like that. Um, but other, Bronco I mean, chase. exactly the Bronco chase, <laughs> um, you know, you had undertaker diesel. That was diesel's last big thing before he left for WCW. So just nostalgia purpose. I like 12. I, I like that one. That was, that was a good one. Cause I was a huge, I was a huge child Michaels fan too. Uh, and I'm actually as old as WrestleMania. So all these are really easy to remember how, how old that was when it happened. <laughs> Uh, for uh, you'll be it'll be pretty easy to tell from my list that the time period that was had the biggest impact on me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, five for me is WrestleMania 18. Uh, I loved them all as a kid, but match quality and like really like going back and able to watch them now that's what I went with. Nice. Um, you know, he had returning Triple H after his quad injury, beating Y2J for the undisputed title, Rock and Hogan, which was huge, uh, Austin and Scott Hall. Angle and Kane in a great match. Edge and Booker T, you know, two of the guys who are the biggest stars in the in the business for the next ten years. Um, just yeah, I mean, I think I think that was no, that wasn't the one where when Biscuit played and it opened it up. I said they, despite them, that was still a good show, but that was WrestleMania nineteen. <laughs> so, right. uh, yeah, that, that that was my number five. Nice. Uh, my number four is WrestleMania thirty one. Um. And I put it mainly on the list because it's still my number one favorite spot of all time is the reversal from the curb yes. stomp into the so RKO. Good. So good. It was such a cool spot. It's just like, damn. Like, damn. You could see it coming um, and they still made it better than expected. Yeah. And you had, I think that you had Daniel Bryan winning the IC title that year um, on a ladder match. And then the ending of that match, which obviously is, is one of the biggest things ever with Rollins cashing in on, on Reigns and Lesnar. It was, it was, it was a good story. It was, it was a Seth Rollins-esque uh, show, which, which made it for me. That, yeah, that would, that one very, very nearly made my list. That was very close. That was, it's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> um, number four for me is WrestleMania 19. Uh, and I promise these aren't in order. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lesnar and Angle match was just phenomenal. Lesnar trying that shooting star press and damn near breaking his neck. That that wasn't great, but um, the fact he was all right and the match itself was awesome. That really really underrated Hogan McMahon street fight where Roddy Piper came in and turned on Hogan, but Hogan you know Hogan must pose, so he still went over. Uh, HBK and Y2J battle of the acronyms. Um, really good match. Rock Austin three ended up being Austin's last match. And like I said, despite Limbiscuit opening the show, uh, it was still really, really solid. Uh, and it was at, uh, I was in Seattle. So big, big arena, big stadium, 
Uh, it was it started during the daytime, but it didn't didn't really dampen uh, dampen it at all because it was still even though it's open could be open roof and a lot of windows and stuff. It wasn't one of those where like WrestleMania 31 where it was in San Francisco, so it started during the day and everything was light out. That that kind of took away from that one for me a little bit. The match quality was awesome, but that's one of the reasons that didn't make my list is. <laughs> yeah, the Undertaker come out in the light in the daylight. Come on, man, that doesn't work. Right, right, right. Um, my number three. Lost my list here. Is thirty. Um, we had Taker, obviously the Taker loss, um, but then the Daniel Bryan story with beating Triple H first, then. Um, Orton and Batista at the end. Just it was it was a cool time. Um, I'm blanking on some of the other matches I had written down, but um, good show overall. I like 30 a lot. Uh, for me, WrestleMania 24. They had uh, Edge and the Undertaker in a main event. Had uh, CM Punk winning a really good Money in the Bank ladder match. I believe that was his second year in a row he won. I uh, had the. Uh, uh, the Floyd Mayweather Big Show, which I thought was going to be an absolute circus, and it was. But they made you actually think for half a second that Mayweather might get the crap kicked out of him and Big Show might win. Right. Uh, didn't end up happening, obviously. Uh, but they, they still made that far better and far more enjoyable than I ever thought it would be. Uh, I think uh, that one... No, that was 25 with Jericho against the Legends. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, the highlight... Uh, HBK and Ric Flair and Flair's retirement match for that time period uh, was just an awesome match. And, I mean, <laughs> hard to go back and look at those those pre-Flair lost video packages and not get choked up as a wrestling fan. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was – that was these top three for me could have been in just about any order. This was – I love I love this one. I could, I could watch it right now. Um, my number two is one of the more recent ones, 35. Um, you had the show open with Rollins and Lesnar with <laughs> Paul Heyman. If I'm not, if Brock Lesnar's not coming out <laughs> yep. Yep. last, then we're coming out first. We ain't um, sticking around. So that was cool. We had the Kofi and Daniel Bryan, um, the throwback Cena skit with Elias, which was really cool, the Dr. Thugonomics one. And then the, the triple threat, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, which was a uh, just a great match. Great and good story, the Becky Lynch payoff at the end. And that main event being the first women's mm-hmm. main event WrestleMania was not I don't think that was forced at all. That was the best the best few they had going. And yeah, it absolutely it was a good story overall. Totally. Uh from uh number two, WrestleMania twenty one. Uh, we had the inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match where Mr. Money in the Bank Edge, the ultimate opportunist, was crowned. Uh, also had Shelton Benjamin, uh, he who should not be named, uh, Y2J, Kane, and Christian. Uh, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Anytime those guys get in the ring was awesome. Undertaker and Orton. Uh, that was WrestleMania where we first really started hearing about the streak. Uh, Angle and Shawn Michaels. We actually saw Michaels tap out. Uh, that was an incredible match. Right, and then we we crowned the two new faces of the company for the next uh, five or six years till Batista left, with Triple H and Batista with Batista winning and JBL and Cena with Cena going over. Uh, I didn't realize 
until I actually look back for this, how stacked WrestleMania 21 was, and then I had to go rewatch it again because I just got so <laughs> I got so jazzed up thinking about all the uh, all the good matches on that card. But right. that was uh, right. I just as a side note, thirty uh, thirty five, the one you just mentioned, was actually number six for me. It was really oh, tough nice. deciding between eighteen to 30, 35. So yeah. Um, so far, no crossover, and I don't think we're going to have a crossover here unless I said your number one, which I don't think I did because I think I know what your number one is, but um, I'll keep it to myself. Um, my number one is WrestleMania 10. I love everyone. I think everyone loves WrestleMania 10, but from the Owen and and Brett match to open, in the ladder match with Sean and Razor, you had well, Lex and Yoko, sure. Um, yeah. But still, it advanced the story. And then Brett yep. going over at the end, and then the final shot of Owen, like, what the hell? Like, I beat you, and now you're being hoisted, and you won the night. Like, I think story-wise, it was perfect. Um, match-wise, it was it was great. And it was just, it, it delivered on, on so many levels, especially in retrospect. I love that one. And just based on the Brett Owen and the ladder match, it was so hard for me to not, to not have that on my list at all. But mm-hmm. for me, honestly, like, yeah, Brett winning was cool, but it wasn't an uh, it wasn't like a WrestleMania moment match for me. Him beating Yoko, the moment itself was, but the match wasn't. Uh, what do you what do you think my number one is? I'm just curious. Twenty. No. 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 Uh, there is aspects of so aspects of so many WrestleManias that I absolutely love. So mm-hmm. I, I felt weird not putting all of them on this list because I can find something from every one where I'm like, God, that was awesome. But for me, number one. I don't think it'll ever be beat for me, no matter what they do. It's WrestleMania 17. Okay. Um, right. That TLC match, a triple threat TLC match, was just out of this world. Uh, Undertaker and Triple H, the first time they met, that was once they finally got the match in the ring after 10 minutes. That was insane. <laughs> Even that ridiculous gimmick battle royal with the gobbly gooker and Sheik, uh, I think, and all that. Right? I- Iron Sheik and Cornette and Bruce Pritchard and Brother Love and that. That was ridiculous, but enjoyable. Uh, then you had uh, Shane and Vince in a street fight where they had right. you know Trish and Stephanie down there, and Mick Foley was a special guest referee. And then the one that really takes it for me is Rock and Austin, the two biggest stars in the business by a mile in their prime. Nobody could call this one. And then Austin turns at the end, joint insurance, McMahon turns heel, like, for me as a kid in this time period, if you could see, I had 17, 18, and 19 all on my list. Right. <laughs> it's like, that was the time when I was, I always loved it as a kid, and I still love it now, but that time period was just like right in the yeah. middle of like my total fandom. So, and I was, a, still am the biggest Austin Mark you'll ever find, so. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, good, I'm glad we had no crossover. That was really cool. All right. Um, let's get into trivia. Last week's trivia was who has the, record right now for the the most wins without a loss at wrestlemania now there wasn't wordplay here was there no okay i wasn't sure if like you made the most no, wins before a loss at WrestleMania. no 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 it's okay. like there's something and oh okay like that's their that's their record so they had like there are plenty of people who are two and oh or you know one and oh three right. you know what i mean but someone has the record right now at four and oh as the most wins without a loss at wrestlemania uh and i i texted you last week and said ultimate warrior it was not ultimate warrior it was not I am going to say Hulk Hogan. Nope. Uh, uh, I don't know. Because Hogan dropped, lost the rock, right? 
That's right, he did. He did. Yeah. Oh man, that's right. Okay. So it probably would have been Hogan if he didn't drop yeah. the rock. Because I mean, he beat Slot. No, because he lost to Warrior. So that's right. Yeah. Oh man, what am yeah. I thinking? Wow. Okay. And it wasn't Warrior. That was my. Okay, I'll give you a hint. We, if you watched last night, he would have been on TV. If I watched last night, the Hall of Fame induction. I think that was last night, right? Is it RVD? It is RVD. RVD oh, wow. is four and zero. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. he's the he has the most wins without a loss. I think there's a couple behind him who are three and zero. Baron Corbin's undefeated. Braun Strowman's undefeated. So there's there's some more. Um, there's some more out there. This one. This is a good one this week. Um, the trivia question this week is: There are two wrestlers who have main evented a WrestleMania and then opened the next WrestleMania. Who are the two? You get the question? So they were in the main event of yeah, say, WrestleMania yeah. 85, and then they opened WrestleMania 86. Who is Charlotte Flair? And no. No, not uh, Charlotte Flair. One is, there's a current one and an older one. No, I, I, I know the older one. Who's the older one? Bret Hart. No. He closed out nine with Yoko and opened tight with Owen. No. Hulk Hogan and Hulk Hogan and Yoko closed out nine. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, right, I'm gonna do some thinking. About it. I think I'll get it, but I'll yep. do some thinking. You will. All right, it's it's good. That's a good one. So there we go. That's WrestleMania. Um, give us a like. Please subscribe. Spread the word. Check out the Twitter AVG Fan Wrestling, um, AverageFanOfWrestling.com. It's gonna be updated. It's been a crazy week, so I didn't get to update too too much um, this week. So give us a like. Yeah, again, spread the word. Happy WrestleMania weekend. We're going to be here back with you next Thursday talking about the Raw after the Raw after Mania and what might happen. Let's see if we get any clues from the Raw after Mania for the SmackDown after Mania. Anything else before you want to head out um, there, Mr. I'm, Blade? I'm just going bunny hunting. I'll be back. At a boy. So that's the butcher or I'm the butcher. He's the blade. We <laughs> will see you next time. Thank you very much for joining us. And not the bad bunny.